Hello and welcome to Women Decode STEM and I am your host Neha Savana. In this podcast I talk to women in science, engineering, technology and mathematics fields. We will be discussing career paths, gender equality and mentorship. Anisha Kulkarni is a software engineer at Intel. She has a master's degree in computer science from Cornell University and currently works in the deep learning field. In today's episode, Anisha talks to us about navigating her career path as an experienced mid-career engineer. She takes us through the process she followed to transition into a new role within her organization with the help of a mentor. Anisha gives us pointers to find the right mentor and build a trusting relationship with them. The highlight of today's conversation is what a successful mentorship looks like and how it can transform your career. Hi Anisha, welcome to Women Decode podcast. Thanks Neha and uh, thanks for having me. I'm excited to be a part of this as well. Awesome. So before we start, can you tell us a little bit about your background? Sure. Uh, I'm currently a software engineer at Intel. Uh, I've been there for, I think, six six years now. Um, I'm originally from Bangalore, India, uh, but I'm working now in the Bay Area uh, in San Jose. Um, and my background, uh, educational background, has been in information science, computer science. So I have a bachelor's degree from Arun Shetty Institute of Technology in Bangalore. Uh, after which I uh, moved to Ithaca, New York, and uh, I did my master's in computer science in uh, Cornell University. Um, and yeah, Intel was my first job after my master's. Um, so can you tell us what you do in your day-to-day job? Sure. So as I mentioned, I work at Intel and I'm a software engineer, but people know Intel for the hardware that they make. But it takes a lot of software to make sure that you gain that performance from the hardware. So if you look at the different types of software engineers, I'm a system software engineer. Right now, I'm uh, focused in the deep learning area. So um, I work on enabling deep learning use cases for uh, Intel platforms, but I'm focused on uh, Chromebooks. So uh, you have PCs, Macs, and there's a Google-based operating system called Chrome OS, which runs on Chromebooks, which were originally designed to be like an educational platform, but they are going beyond the education market now. So there's like different use cases. So when I mentioned like deep learning on Chromebooks, what I mean is like, okay, Google or other kind of like hot word detections, speech recognition. Oh uh, yeah, my phone just uh, responded to the okay, Google. Uh, things like that could be accelerated on hardware so that you get really good performance. So I enable the software stack for doing that. But this has not been the only role that I've had at Intel. Uh, I've worked on different parts of the operating system stack. Okay. So this is different from what you started off at Intel, right? Correct, correct. Okay. So at what point in your career did you decide that you wanted to change from what you started off initially with? Like I can give you some background, like going before Intel, uh, before my master's, my first job 
was actually at uh, advanced micro devices amd in bangalore and back then i was like fresh out of bachelors and i had limited exposure as to what i wanted to do um i knew that i wanted to be in like a product oriented uh, something like foundational to computer science um i gravitated towards those uh, aspects of computer science in my first job i was actually like uh, uh, working on a diagnostic software for uh, hardware like so basically trying to find bugs in the hardware so that was the role i think after a few years like i learned a lot in that role like very foundational computers and computer architecture but it was it didn't match what my education was in which was in computer science in that way so that's one example where i felt this is a good job but it's not the growth path for me or it's not the right fit for me uh, so i felt that in different like projects at work as well but um, i think gradually i've understood that that's that's actually like so common like there are like 10 things about your job which you do like but there will be like things you can improve on right so i have had it uh, many points in my career where i felt like okay i need to you know change my path to maybe this is not the right fit for me so i've i've had that in many points of my career so um did your masters align with what you wanted to do next yeah i definitely after my first job like that's an easy way to shift your career path right is through your masters and which is exactly what i did i am lucky that i still want to be in computer science so i i definitely did see a growth path for myself in staying in computer science so um so i did do a masters in computer science itself like my goal was to just explore but also stick with what i was good at so in my masters i did uh, courses in um, operating systems which was something i kind of had uh, some foundations in um then i did like uh, distributed systems and uh, machine learning so uh, i did do those areas and kind of uh, found what i like more what is not a lot of work right like some aspects of the of what you learn is like it feels like a lot of work the my masters did help in like for me identifying what i liked yeah that is true after being in the field for um, a while some people might not enjoy writing code or sitting for long hours and working on the same thing there are also other challenges so yeah right, um, right. that's good that you've still stuck to computer science and you are trying to grow in the same field so how did you work your way towards the role that you're in today like the deep learning space i'm sure you didn't start at intel with deep mm-hmm. learning right yes that's true like i was not working in deep learning initially and um, i didn't even know i wanted to work in deep learning to be honest i know it it was a catch phrase yeah. maybe in 2016 i wanted to know what it was uh, like i mentioned i didn't know i wanted to be in deep learning um but i knew what aspects i was working on like what was i enjoying in that um and uh, what was i not really enjoying like i can tell you an exercise which helped me mm-hmm. so you can imagine like a venn diagram what skills mm-hmm. i already have from my role what the mm-hmm. industry is headed towards like where is the good talent going or like where are all the innovations happening and uh, what do i really like and what gives me purpose right so i used to like i have actually written down that okay i am good at 
this, like, okay, I have foundations in operating systems. So that means I'm good at system software. The industry was definitely headed towards deep learning. So I kind of pinpointed a few things, not just deep learning, but there were other like maybe OpenStack and some some other areas like uh, distributed systems. They also fell in that intersection. Uh, so I uh, did pursue all of that. But uh, one of the things which helped me, uh, having like an outsider helped me, having a mentor, like having somebody whom I could go and share what I'm struggling with was very helpful. And actually it was because of a person I was mentored by, like a mentor who told me to do like a project in one area and that got me my next role at Intel. Yeah, um, the exercise that you said is, I think, very interesting and um, it gets you to the right path. So I think that's very crucial. If anybody wants to go to the next role or find a suitable job, I think that's a good way to evaluate what you need to do. That's good. So you said that you had a mentor who helped you in the process. How has a mentor impacted your journey? Like, can you give us some specifics? Yeah, definitely. So, of course, we all meet with our managers and we discuss what we worked on and things. But the thing is, it's a different relationship with a mentor because you're not talking about day-to-day things with your mentor. Like, that's how mentorship was different for me. And even to find a mentor, it's it's a challenging uh, thing because for a successful mentorship it needs to be like a relationship right like I meet you in a networking event and say hey will you mentor me I I don't know how successful uh, that would be but once I found the right mentor I found my next job because of the advice that I was given by the mentor and then like initially uh, I had a technical mentor because like I didn't I was new to the team so I don't know where to focus on like what is the crux of this team like where it's headed uh, those things I had a mentor for and like more recently now I'm like seven years experienced right the challenges I face are different than what I was facing before so I have two women I meet with on a regular basis and uh, that has really helped me because now my I see myself asking different kind of questions like how do I collaborate or how to make more impact or like some some challenges specific to kind of group I come from, like because I'm a woman and I have different challenges. Uh, so that helped me, like finding somebody whom you can see as role models. Um, that has helped me. Yeah, finding the right mentor for technical purpose or otherwise is very challenging. Um, you have to spend a lot of time in order to find the right relationship yeah they like they also need to get something from that right like they are spending 30 minutes with you on a bi-weekly or monthly basis and most often they are more experienced than you so that means they have more responsibilities than you so it's tricky like to make sure that you're like very well prepared when you go to those meetings um have all your mentors been within your organization or did you find someone outside as well? No, I have not had uh, like a long relationship with somebody outside. They have been in my company, but some of them have been like who I found through just the mentorship program at Intel. Uh, they were people I had not worked with, but they had volunteered. So they were interested in helping. Uh, and some of them I uh, were actually people I had worked with. All of them had been within Intel. Yeah. Okay. 
yeah, sometimes it's a challenge to find within your organization. So you have to step out and look for people outside. But yeah, it's good that you have some mentorship programs mm-hmm. and that helped you find people. Yeah, definitely. Um, and do you think there are some unique challenges that you faced as a mid-career engineer? So when I when I was new, my challenges were limited to succeeding technically or, uh, you know, like that was my bar for success that I'm delivering. And that's what happens. Like once you join the job, your requirements are like, okay, you're, you're meeting your tasks and you're easy to work with. You don't uh, jeopardize timelines. That's the scope that you have to work within, right? But then when you're in a mid-career your challenges are different. Like you have to lead people. And in the US, it's it's uh, like what I found culturally is you never get a lead title, right? Like there's no such thing as software engineering lead. You, you just are a software engineer, but you have to work like a leader. So uh, those are like things which I didn't know. But I, I, I knew it, but once you experience it, you kind of learn it better. So like when I was like, okay, am I growing? When I was questioning all these things, I realized that the expectation is that you are a follower sometimes, but most of the time, like to get to the next step, you have to be a leader. So these are things like which uh, five, six years into your career, you you end up uh, having to work more towards. That's why like you need to shift your mindset from just, you know, like solving more technical problems to like what is that technical problem that you're solving? Like, is it equal to where you want to go, like higher upgrade, even in responsibilities, like for getting promotions and things like that. Like in my case, like I mentioned, I every time I was like, okay, these are 10 things which I like, but I don't like these other things. So the immediate thing is, okay, let me shift my job. Even like I was not looking to change companies, but like even within my company there's very high bar for mid mid career engineer right like you want something new but you have to be functioning as somebody who has 6 7 years experience and which is why the advice that we get online which is like do more problem solving you know learn data structures and algorithms it's like it won't help like but projects are what are going to get you your next goal real projects uh, to some extent, like doing Coursera courses help. That's something I learned the hard way, I guess, because like I was focusing more on just problem solving. And then later, once my mentor did tell me like, you need a real project, like an internship of sorts, right? Within uh, within the org. So that's something you, like, you know, early on in career, you don't, you don't have that expectation. That's that's true. I think when you start off, you just want to get technically good at what you're doing. But then as you grow, you have to lead and you have to work with people. Right. And people skills is also important, uh, as important as technical skills. So yeah. there's a lot to learn and you can only get that with real life experience. Right. And we also undermine that. I don't know, this was my tendency is uh, in grad school also, you do get asked these questions at interviews like, okay, did you manage a team? How did you lead the team? And it's important, but uh, we, we don't focus on that at the expense of the technical. Yeah. Yeah, I completely agree with that. Um, you can just look up like solutions online, like Stack Overflow can help you. But um, working on a project, right. dealing with other things, you have to work with your experience. Right, right. So. So do you have any advice for people who are just starting off in their career and they're looking for mentors? Um, How can they find mentors and 
do you have any pointers for them to keep in mind while like talking to mentors i think definitely what i would say is like when you are new just don't have to put that pressure on yourself that you know everything already like yeah sure you did your masters you have a degree you have done lot of projects but you're still new in this job so it's okay to ask for help like this was something i struggled with i was like oh i can't struggle at this like i, I already have this degree i i'm a computer science graduate like how how am i struggling at this so it's okay it's, it's still new and you're new to this job and and in the job you have much higher like quality requirements uh, and you need to work at a faster pace which was different like in projects in school you pass some test cases your project is successful right it's it's not so easy once you're delivering a project so it's okay to express that you're struggling most often for new joinees there would be a mentorship program like there'll be a buddy or somebody assigned to you uh, so first thing is like when you're new and you have you have a mentor like i would focus on understanding what is the technical uh, things that you have to succeed in in this team like uh, if you're able to you know break through that like understand that uh, find a mentor who can help you do that which gets me to my next point is like what are you struggling with right like once you identify that i i guess struggling is like a negative word like what do you want to grow in or you, what do you want to get better in uh, once you identify that and then you find a role model who you're working with uh, who is good at that uh, so that would be like who would be your mentor right like that would be the process to identify okay this person might be a good good person who who can help me grow and uh, once you have identified such a person you can set up like a 30 minute initial meeting like don't ask them will you be my mentor which they get a little overwhelmed like okay mm-hmm. that is it commitment like i have to spend more time uh, so maybe just 30 minutes with this person mm-hmm. and going prepared for what you want to ask like that will help you have a successful relationship like and then later you can see like did it first of all like if if whatever the advice that person gives you is valuable you follow through and follow up so you, what i mean is like if they say like read a book so then you do read that book and go back and ask ask questions like okay i got this from this book and uh, if it's helping you then you you ask for a, a second meeting like and then you can maybe till it helps you like till you have um more to gain you just keep uh, requesting that person's time um uh, like my first mentor he said i think i have taught you whatever i know about this role we maybe we don't need it to be recurring and whenever you feel you need help you can reach out to me so maybe it will end with that but at least like follow through with whatever advice that they give yeah those are very important pointers like f- first of all you need to have um specific ask you have to actually invest your time to follow through and do what they have told you um and then be mindful of their time as well because this is not their primary job right they're just helping you out because they want to right exactly so, yeah. yeah yeah that's that's very important thank you for those pointers anisha Okay as the last section of our chat today we have a rapid fire round are you ready for okay, it Okay sure <laughs> as ready as I can be I guess Okay let's go um what is your favorite book 
फेवरेट बुक ओके आई एम नॉट मच ऑफ अ रीडर बट मे बी दैरी पॉटर सीरीज आई गेस Okay, yeah, a lot of us have that on our on the top of our list. So, one advice you would give your younger self? Oh, so many. <laughs> just just trust in yourself. Like sometimes we have a lot of baggage that I was not number one, or you know, like I mean, nobody is always on the top. Just trust in whatever you want to do. Yeah, awesome. Um, last question. Mondays or Fridays? Fridays. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But off late, I have a seven a.m. meeting on Friday, so. <laughs> oh my god! But still Fridays. Yeah, but you'll be waiting for the end of the day. Right. So, yeah. I I actually wanted to add one thing. First of all, uh, I really appreciate Neha your initiative. It's it's really not easy to organize all this. So thanks a lot for setting this up. and uh, like one thing i wanted to say like for the women in tech a lot of times like we question do we belong in tech uh, do we belong in this industry and the answer is yes you belong here and at this time like with all of the craziness going on in the world like tech is literally saving lives and we're able to have a life uh because of technology like where this interview is happening because of technology like we are able to be productive because of technology sometimes it might feel that uh, it's not as immediately gratifying as being a healthcare worker but uh, definitely this is a great time to be in tech so uh, that's definitely something we should be proud that we are engineers and mentorship is going to help you when you are asking all of these questions like having somebody to talk to is really going to help yeah that is a great point thanks anisha for adding that um we need all women in the tech space to stick to tech and we need to retain them and uh, you're not alone if you feel that you don't belong here um at some point in our careers all of us have felt that but that is just momentary and we need to keep going definitely yeah yeah okay awesome thank you anisha for being on the show today and uh, telling us about your career path and the challenges and mentorship thank you thanks neha that is it for today's episode i hope you really enjoyed it let me know by giving us a review on itunes or spotify or any other platform that you're listening on The show notes have links to my guests and all the things that we just spoke about. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast because I will be back next week with another amazing women in STEM.